Welcome to Insider Marketing. I'm Mark Thomas, Head of Growth here at Powered by Search. And each week, we'll be breaking down a SaaS company's marketing, giving ideas about how we would improve the strategy to get more trials, demos, and revenue using demand gen, SEO, and paid media. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Insider Marketing, where we sit down with the team at Powered by Search and come up with ways to help a SaaS business improve their marketing or look at their strategy differently with demand gen, SEO, and PPC. Today, I'm joined by Jess. Jess, again, last time we did one of these with a Jess, I also had to ask the pronunciation of her second name. I think yours is Boisvenu. Is that right? That's actually right. You might be the first person to get it correct on the first try. Okay, cool. Well, well, I am a French speaker. Oh, okay. And I feel like that's a French name. That's about as French as you can be. It is. That's impressive. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Jess, do you want to say a little bit about, well, who you are and what you do at Powered by Search? Sure. Uh, So my name is Jess and I am a PPC strategist at Powered by Search. I have been with the company for almost two years now got an opportunity to work with a lot of different SaaS clients over the last couple of years. Jess is actually being modest here. She's one of our most senior PPC strategists and is in charge of everything. (laughs) She's on top of everything. All right. So today we're going to be talking about BetterCloud. BetterCloud is a SaaS management platform. It's done pretty well. Here's a little bit more context about the company. Now, before we dive into this episode, I want to give you some context around BetterCloud. BetterCloud is a SaaS operations management tool which helps keep SaaS usage in big organizations under control and secure. They were founded in 2011 in New York. Now, like the majority of companies we're going to talk about on Insider Marketing, we don't have conversion or revenue data, so we have to make some guesses. Our bet is that they're doing around $70 million ARR with a marketing team of 16 and a sales team of about 21 with... 350-ish people overall. They're at Series F, having raised 187 million to date. In this episode, we're going to share strategy ideas for demand gen, SEO, and PPC with Jess Boisvenu from the team here at Powered by Search. If you're ready, let's dive in. So there you go. That was a little bit about BetterCloud. All right, Jess, uh, what were your initial thoughts when you looked at BetterCloud? Yeah, I mean, as you just said, the financials are pretty impressive. So obviously, they're quite a large company. They've had a lot of success. It was really interesting to see that just 4% of their overall traffic is coming from paid. It seems like they have a pretty well thought out paid strategy. Obviously, there's some areas of opportunity to improve, which we're going to talk about today. But I think, yeah, definitely impressive. That was interesting to see that for sure. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that we always say is that we can't know for sure how accurate the data we have on what people are getting from which channel is because we don't have access to the company's analytics when we do these sessions. So it may well be that the tools that we use to kind of calculate that stuff are off. So just a kind of precursor there. Yeah, I mean, SaaS management is a huge thing because anyone who needs a SaaS management tool is probably an enterprise level organization. They have a pretty high average contract value, I would imagine. For anyone who doesn't know what SaaS management is, basically in bigger organizations, you don't want to have everybody signing up to a SaaS product for themselves. You wanna have somebody who's managing a a SaaS product centrally in your organization so that they can 
allow you to create users, to turn things off, to manage billing, all that kind of stuff, so that you don't end up like with security issues, sharing your data unnecessarily. Like basically, there are a lot of things that can go wrong when you're using SaaS products at scale in organizations and products like BetterCloud say that they make it easy to do. And actually, I believe them because I've looked at a couple of these products and BetterCloud, who say SaaS management made easy as their headline on their homepage, are the most credible, in my opinion. Jess, I would love to hear, though, before we talk about anything around demand gen or SEO, how are they doing for paid media? Yeah, so from what we could see, it looks like they have a pretty strong presence on search but they're also leveraging LinkedIn quite heavily as well. So just speaking to what you mentioned around the enterprise component, I think that that kind of makes sense as to why that channel is going to be effective for them. But there's definitely some areas where I think they could improve. They have a very content-driven strategy, which can be effective, but there might be some opportunities for them to to drive additional demo requests as well. So we can kind of dive into that in, in a bit. Yeah, for sure. Let's actually do that because when I'm looking at their LinkedIn ads, I'm seeing things like the definitive IT guide to SaaS management platforms as a like a download. Is that what you mean by a very kind of content-led strategy? I do. And so I think for LinkedIn, like traditionally people don't go to that platform to book a demo or to start a free trial. So it definitely makes sense to leverage content on LinkedIn. It looks like they have a number of different reports and guides that they're promoting as lead magnets, just giving people the opportunity to download directly on the platform. But I also noticed on search as well, they have a very content-driven strategy where a lot of their search campaigns are driving to lead magnet landing pages as well which I thought was interesting. I think it makes sense to do that to acquire MQLs for more kind of like consideration type keywords or searches. But there's definitely some opportunity, I think, for people who are specifically searching for SaaS management software or even like best SaaS management software where they could be actually positioning a demo. Those types of searches are pretty high intent. And so they're likely solution aware if they're searching for comparables between specific solutions. And so in this case, from my perspective, they could actually potentially shorten the sales cycle by positioning a demo at that stage if somebody is actively evaluating solutions. So a couple of things there. Before we talk about this, I want to talk about MQLs a little bit because people are really down on them at the moment. And I actually think there are some uses of it and I just want to run those by you. So you think search, for example, they should be thinking about, okay, can we get demos versus can we deliver content? Is that what you're saying? Correct. And I think it just... It depends on the intent behind the keywords that they're bidding on. So they are bidding on a lot of informational type searches as well, or even searches related to like, is Google Drive secure or Google Docs secure, things like that, which makes sense to position a piece of content in that case. Somebody is not actively looking for software, but they are also bidding on keywords that are specific to SaaS management platforms or SaaS management software from what we can see where they could position a demo at that stage for somebody that's evaluating different software. I think that makes a lot of sense. You always want to align the intent eh, to the keywords. So that just makes a lot of sense. And in any case, when you end up with a lead magnet, even if you're going to do an informational thing there, you should always try to encourage people to think about booking a demo on the thank you page, right? I think it was actually you who did the article on our blog about lead magnet thank you pages. 
Yes, that's correct. Um, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely something that a lot of companies will miss when they're thinking about creating lead magnet content. They'll send them to a landing page and they'll have, you know, position the guide or the white paper for their prospects to download. But then there's nothing that happens after that outside of like an email automation follow up. And so there's a missed opportunity there to position the next step of that, you know, customer life cycle where we're trying to push them down the funnel to actually book a demo on the thank you page. Yeah, it's so interesting to me that you just mentioned the funnel there as well because you know, earlier on in the in the section here, I just uh, I was talking about MQLs. MQLs in the funnel are like the two things that people are trying to like kill off from demand gen at the moment, it seems. Everyone is talking about how MQLs are pointless and the funnel doesn't exist anymore. I can tell you like both of those things are just wrong. So the funnel works as a concept. Like it's not quite as linear as it may have been before because people are swinging between different platforms and following you on all sorts of places. But the funnel of like, hey, these people are top of funnel. They like they're not they're not ready to buy yet. They need to be kind of guided down the funnel. It still works because it's human nature and it's always gonna work. So it's a huge opportunity for people who maybe taking advice from, let's say, demand gen agencies who are like saying, hey, let's kill off MQLs. Let's kill off the concept of a funnel and just focus on brand. Like that stuff's good. But the people who are taking that advice need to think about whether they whether they should be taking the kind of the more conventional advice and play into the strengths of those two ideas while everyone else is sleeping. Like particularly the MQL here suggests you're obviously in paid media. You end up driving quite a lot of MQLs. So how do you think about the value of an MQL to a company's business goals? That's a good question. I think the way that we look at it typically is there's really only a small percentage of people that are going to be ready to buy right away. So of the total market that you're trying to address, you really need to think about, just as you said, like even from a psychology standpoint, is somebody even aware that you exist? Do they even know that there's a solution to their problem? Like these things are just part of the process of ultimately coming to the conclusion that, you know, there's a tool or a software that can solve for the problem that you have. And so we use lead magnets, content calculators, all different types of content that we can position to people at the right stage in their evaluation process that kind of pushes them further to making that decision. So I would say disagree that the MQL is no longer valuable. I think we've seen a lot of success with content with all of our clients across different industries. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, effectively with the MQL, you know, it's permission based marketing, right? You're getting somebody to opt into something and therefore they're saying, hey, I, like, I'm interested. I want to hear from you. That's always going to be better than the people who don't do like the MQL stage of awareness effectively. And they just say, okay, these people are coming to our website, looking at our content, going away. We'll get them back again later because those people haven't given you any permission to actually continue to speak to them. And what you're doing there is you're basically cutting off the ability to drive somebody down the funnel because like you've thrown a baby out with a bathwater. It's a horrible analogy, but that's what that's what you're doing, right? I think the other thing I would just say before we move on here, we've kind of gone off on one of our MQLs here, but the only thing I would say is that like those lead magnets, we found, tell me if I'm wrong here. I think what we found as an agency is that they work best when they're very specifically aligned to a pain point versus like, hey, this is a the monster guide to X, Y, or Z. 
like so saying hey this is how you should think about your offboarding strategy for SaaS products is a much more kind of well-defined mql when they're downloading that than someone who's gone like the complete guide to SaaS management what do you think about that yeah 100 percent. i think the content itself needs to be very specific to a pain point that is really burning for them right now. And it has to have the ability to actually provide some sort of solution without the extent of like what the product would actually solve for. So it gives them kind of valuable, like actionable insights or information that they can use. And still like there's the need to kind of, I guess, push them further down the funnels. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what's next that you want to say about paid media? So it looks like they are pretty active across a couple of different channels here. So from what we could see, we talked about search, we talked about LinkedIn. There wasn't any campaigns from what I could see on really Facebook. So I think for solutions that are more enterprise, it can be difficult to try to like get really uh, specific targeting on Facebook. So I'm not surprised to see that. But there's probably some areas where they might be able to expand. So it looks like they have a pretty uh, strong presence organically on Twitter. So one thing that I was thinking about that could be an opportunity for them is to actually leverage Twitter as a paid platform. So that could be interesting for them from a content perspective. Yeah. How would you normally see people doing that? Which Is it by creating the kind of ads that you create on LinkedIn or is it more about promoting threads by executives and stuff like that within the company? Yeah, that's a good question. So it's definitely different. You want to try to make sure that the content is going to be relatively native to what people would expect to see kind of from an organic standpoint. But we've seen a lot of success with our clients who have leveraged Twitter to promote pieces of content and they have a ton of content on their site. So whether that's like blog posts or some of these guides and white papers that they've created, I think that they could get more visibility if they were leveraging Twitter from a paid advertising standpoint. Our experience as an agency, although we're clearly not a SaaS product, is that with Twitter, one of the best performing things is when one of the kind of the leadership team uh, have tweeted something that is like organically succeeded. So, it, you know, it could be a thread about one of our methodologies or something like that. And then we put some money behind promoting that stuff. The ad platform itself is less well developed, right? But we know from talking to prospects that people will see our ads on Twitter and our organic tweets from non-branded accounts, so people within the agency, and they will see that for many months potentially before coming to join as a client. That's pretty wild. I'd love to see how well that would work for, for Better Cloud. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting strategy. And there's, as you mentioned, the platform isn't as sophisticated, but it's also relatively easy to still get in front of your target audience, depending on kind of building out the capabilities of, you know, who are influencers and uh, industry kind of leaders within your space. And it's also very inexpensive in comparison to the other platforms. So in terms of just getting eyes on this quality content that they're spending so much time and likely investing and creating, you can drive traffic to this for like 60, 70 cents a click, which is, is really inexpensive in comparison. That's great. Okay. Everyone listening can't see the show notes or the research document that we've put together here for Better Cloud, but it's extensive. That being said, we only have about 10 minutes left to talk and we still have to cover off demand gen and SEO. So Jess, prioritizing the most important thing, 
What's the, in like one minute, what would you say is the other biggest opportunity here for Better Cloud? I think that one thing that I noticed across all channels and campaigns was really the opportunity for them to optimize their landing pages. I think for the most part, they have pretty good creative. The copy could be more pain point focused, but outside of that, the landing pages, I think definitely there's some opportunity there. For the most part, they're very text heavy. They're giving people the ability to kind of navigate outside of the landing page to different areas of the site, which can impact conversion rates. There's not typically like a visual or a video or anything that's really like speaking to what the offer is on the landing page. And so I would imagine that if they were to spend some time creating really optimized landing pages, they would see almost an instant boost in conversion rate based off of what they have now. Yeah, people often think about those landing pages as just like an afterthought. Uh, We've got them on the site. They'll click the button, but it doesn't always work like that. So it's a big opportunity. All right, Jess, thanks so much. Let's just quickly cover off demand gen and SEO. So demand gen actually is super easy here. I think BetterCloud have done a really good job of positioning themselves. If you are a customer of BetterCloud, you know, or a good fit customer, you know this is a problem already when you arrive on their site. You don't just go off looking for a SaaS management platform or a SaaS, you know, spend management platform or identity management platform. You go knowing what you need. So, and the likelihood is because they're such a huge company now, comparatively, it's likely that they're also riding on like a wave of brand recognition anyway. So. They have to work less hard in order to actually convince people that they're the right choice. That being said, I think the way that they communicate their product suite actually leaves me a little confused. So if if I hover over products on their website, there's two sections. There's products and then there's platform. Now, there's discover, manage and secure as products. And then the platform is automate reporting roles and API. Now, what confuses me is like, what is what? I don't know if that's the same thing and they're just explaining it to me in two different ways or like, do I have to buy seven products there? Or like, it's very confusing to me. I think that's an opportunity there to kind of, to guide people more on a journey of like what they need. I think that would be a big opportunity. A user perspective thing, a user experience thing is that there's a lot of animation on the site which doesn't always transition in such a slick way. So an example here is that while I was flicking between tabs on their homepage, they've got a section called products and you can see discover, manage and secure. When you click the each one of those, there's a fade out and a fade in animation on all of the section that follows. And you end up with this period where they're like, 50% opaque on both sides and it really makes it hard to read and like ultimately it goes away but it's not good for the user experience and I bet it's just unnecessary as well there's no reason to kind of fade that stuff out so that's a kind of a design thing but uh, the only other thing I'd say about demand gen here in this time is that they've got that Gartner market guide because they've been identified as a leader, I believe, in the Gartner report. People pay a lot of money to get in these guides and that's fine. So you should make the most of it. So if I click download here, I'm actually not getting anything. I think I got pixeled potentially at that point, but I don't know whether they're ever going to ask me to actually put my email address in to download the thing. 
if I'm a person who is interested in reading a Gartner report on SaaS management software, it's likely that at some point I'm going to become a customer. As I said, people don't just go off and read these reports. They go off to find out whether they need this product. This is a golden opportunity to get people to give you their email address as an MQL. Most people have no problem downloading a PDF that is gated. So that's a big opportunity. And then just moving on to SEO. We do a lot of things around integrations pages with SEO at Powered by Search. And BetterCloud is like the the enterprise example it should be of integrations because their whole product is really about integrating with other SaaS products. Now, they have a directory called forward slash product forward slash integration center, which is cool. That's fine. But when you look at all our integrations, if you click on, say, let's say they've got Aircall. If I click on Aircall's listing, I'm actually taken off to Aircall's website, which doesn't make any sense to me. The reason that doesn't make any sense is because if I click read more, I don't want to read about Aircall. I want to read about how I integrate Aircall through BetterCloud or what that integration is going to do for my life. So instead of redirecting users away from the website, which is, by the way, fine, you can redirect people away from your website because they'll come back. What they should do instead is they should create a page behind this directory listing, which focuses on the pain point that someone may have when they come to think, how do I integrate Aircall or how do I manage Aircall in a in an enterprise organization? Doing this would be a great way to A, capture search volume, but B, to actually convert people. So for example, find the most prolific users of each integration on BetterCloud's site and I would ask them why they use BetterCloud to manage that specific software. So if I'm thinking about like Atlassian, for example, they'll find that a user of Atlassian might say, I use it to onboard and offboard team members. That stuff can be turned into blog posts at scale. Zapier or Zapier, whichever you prefer, is like the classic of the genre here, except what Zapier do is they write general posts that are top of funnel about anything related to any of their software that they integrate with. BetterCloud has a better opportunity here because they're integrating in a way that helps solve the pain of somebody very specific. And that's somebody probably in an enterprise IT department who wants to help people integrate with Atlassian so that they can onboard and offboard users, for example. That is effectively an article that you could write and offer, firstly, the way that you might do that without better cloud and then you can also show somebody the way that you do it with better cloud and how that is differentiated and better than the alternative that's a bottom of funnel opportunity and it's a great way to get users or at least demos so that is seo there's other opportunities here but we're conscious of time so i just want to come for the last couple of minutes to a couple of ideas that we didn't include So paid media, what are your quick fire curveball ideas? (laughs) So rapid fire, I was thinking 
leverage more testimonial ads in their creative, especially on paid social, I think could work well. They've got a lot of case studies that could be influential. The second one was conversation ads on LinkedIn. I think because they have so many different pieces of content, they could actually build out like their ideal ABM list on LinkedIn and then just position content, like a content stream where people can engage with the conversation right in their LinkedIn inbox and then lead them down through the conversation to ultimately booking a demo if they're ready. So I thought that might be an opportunity for them. Yeah, that sounds good. We actually did something similar for a little while and we got quite a lot of MQLs through doing that and it was really, really good. So demand gen, I would recommend that they create a SaaS automation calculator. This is a good way to show off your integrations, but also provide something of value and collect a lead while you do it. So what I would do is I would show off the top 10 apps that are integrated with BetterCloud, the logos of them, and then ask people landing on this page, which of these ones do you use? And how many people do you have in your organization who use them roughly? Then I would spit out basically a productivity calculation. So maybe it's time saved, maybe it's dollars saved or whatever in, in managing those things. And then I'd offer to send them a guide on how they can integrate with those tools more effectively and offer people to download that guide or have it sent to their inbox with an email address. Then I'd probably use paid media to actually direct people to it in the first place. Oh, and by the way, as we talked about landing page, lead magnet thank you pages, I would also use the thank you page there to get people to book a demo. Jess, this has been really good. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, that's it for today. But friend, it doesn't have to end here. Because if you want to do something about your SaaS marketing, you should go to our website. We have heaps of in-depth blog posts, podcasts, and other resources about how to grow your demos, free trials, and signups with Demand Gen SEO or PPC. Now, if you want us to help you with that, you can book a SaaS scale session by clicking on the work with us button in the nav bar. Or you can follow me on Twitter at I am Mark Thomas, that's Mark with a C, or follow our founder, Dev Basu, that's D-E-V-B-A-S-U. I'll see you next time for another episode of Insider Marketing.